the comic book pit. Okay. Incursions are abounding this week, dude. Yeah, yeah. I think everything we're going to be talking about is things colliding. There are <laughs> two massive elephants in the room. <laughs> yeah. That's actually what I thought we were talking about tonight. Yeah, I, right. Anyway, I figured... Hey, we just got, comic book pit, so it always... We can talk about pit. comics, but there's a couple news items that are going to take our whole night, yeah, I think. Yeah, I think we can get the pretense out of the way. I yeah. Think- the music has died down by now. Uh, <laughs> yeah. If you don't know who we are by now, uh, this is Comic Book Pit. This is episode number 184. I'm Jared. And I'm the Duke. And it's possible that they don't know who we are because we did pick up some uh, new likes and followers. Oh, so, I saw that on the so, book. Uh, this is your first time listening or first, second time listening, what have you. Uh, welcome. <laughs> Thank you for uh, joining us. Uh, hola. Yeah. We're bilingual, yeah. and that's as far as it goes. Sorry, <laughs> that's about all I got. Yeah, um, you know. But um, yes. Oh man. Uh, yeah. Oh man. Big week. I think yeah, I'm you know, there's a the saying, Scott. All politics are local. So let's start with the. Uh, all right. News. Well, I mean, that was the news that hit us first, too. So it's big news. It, it is big news. And um, I I think bigger news than the oh than the story because that one I think we saw we saw that one coming. Oh, Marvel. Yeah. Our last episode together, we were like, oh, so this is happening. Anyway. Oh, we were putting it together. Yeah. We've been putting this together for years. That but, was like yeah. a puzzle for toddlers. With the, there's like four giant pieces, and you just, <laughs> like, oh, okay. I think That's, it goes here. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> no, locally, uh, the infamous Pittsburgh Comic Con, they didn't sell out to Wizard World, Duke. They didn't sell out. No, they bought in. They gave up the reins is what I feel like they did. I feel like they they were like, you know, like that song. They were like, Wizard, take the wheel, you know. Oh, that song. It, huh? Yeah. That's a good song, right? Wizard, take the wheel. Yeah, you got a few more uh, laps around the block than me. Wizard, <laughs> wheel. Jesus, take the wheel. Oh, 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 oh. Yeah. Incursions. Sorry. Yeah, I don't know. Sorry. I don't know. Yeah. I'm just going to use that word a lot tonight for no reason. Yeah, Carrie Underwood. But, uh, yeah, I oh, think... Take the wheel was probably like some 70s glam rock. So. <laughs> yeah. No, and I think I think that's what happened. I think Pittsburgh Comic Con uh, uh, couldn't hold on to the wheel anymore, you know? they Admittedly, and I... Yeah. Um, we both have had our, our thoughts, our experiences with that show. Um, we've run into people far and wide. They have their own oh, two cents on that show. Yeah, you know, um, I will find it here, but I'm going to read at least one quote, and I think yeah. you'll like it. I'm sure. I'm not even going to tell you because I know you've already read it, but I'm just going to let the book Facebook load up because it takes for 
Um, but anyway, continue. You, uh, well, I'll I'll get back to. This. I'll put it. I'll, I mean, I'll once I find I mean, it, you know, we cut. You know, we're independent creators. We're independent minded. We're very much of the do it yourself mindset. So anything corporate just gets our little want to be punk rock <laughs> selves up in a dander. Um, it's well, going to be interesting. You know, I'm. Here's the. I haven't been to that show since 2011. Like I, I, and I say this, I miss the heyday of that show. I was not around for it. Like there was a halcyon days that I, I am not. I've only heard stories of tales of yore. Um, yeah. I had only been to it three times, uh, and I never at the Expo Mart. Only at the new place in Monroeville. I went in 2009, right after I moved here, and exhibited in 10 and 11. And 11 was an absolute bust, and I just never ended up going back. Not yeah. not like a uh, vindictive, I'm never going back. Just more like, I don't feel like spending 20 bucks to go in there, <laughs> or whatever it was. I, I know what's there, and I don't really feel the need to go spend money to be there. I'm, um, I'm, just, um, I'm in this uh, unique position of being broke and cheap. And when you're broke and cheap, you don't want to spend what money you do have when you don't need to on stuff like that. So uh, I, w- I would watch it from where I work, right next door. Yeah. I say, oh, there's a comic store show. Oh. Yeah, you know, what it was, you know, I, I've been up and I've been on and off with that show for the last few years, um, like as far as buying a table. Mm-hmm. And I've, but I've been there every year. Um, you know, thanks to um, Al Dorentes of Lucador Press and, um, you know, and guys like Mikey Wood who let me, you know, squat with them on those off years. But, uh, yeah, I've been I've always gone, you know, because it's the home show. But at the same time, you you can see that it's it's not the show that it used to be. And I and I really don't think that it's necessarily their fault. And I don't think it's all because of the, you know, the murder stuff, right? Like, which is I mean, certainly a, a big elephant in the room for them. Indeed, indeed, but it is. I think there's, you know, larger things going on. I think that uh, I, I've said this before on the show that that I feel like the the real big shows are the coastal shows, and I and that's kind of you know the we're a flyover quote. state, yeah. Yeah, and we're in a flyover position, so we're we're simply not getting. Marvel, Marvel and DC pulled out of Pittsburgh Comic Con long before all those allegations came back. Did they? Oh yeah. I mean, they didn't come up. They didn't pull out because of you know, hey, this went back to trial. They pulled out because they're like, hey, it doesn't make sense for us to go to Pittsburgh when we can do a big show, you know, for cheaper on the coast. I mean, I think that's what happened. I think a lot, okay. a lot of that is they're like, we will represent on. You know, in Baltimore, New York. Bigger you know, markets. Yeah. Definitely bigger markets. Easier to get to. You yes. know, I think practical reasons. Yeah. Um, so. So you, this the, was an inevitability to you no matter what occurred, well, no matter what transgressions may have occurred behind the scenes. Yeah, I do. I think, well, I think what, what we were seeing is that the show was shrinking to the size that is appropriate to this area. Yeah. Uh, water found its level. Yeah, and it, while well, it hadn't, you know, it was going too low for them, I think. You know, <laughs> I don't think if it found it, its bottom. From what it was, to, I guess I've only heard the tales, and that 
you guys just glow about what it used to be. And, and well, the anecdotes that I've heard of rubbing elbows with, you know, people that are names and I gotta tell you, this happened here it was never the show that I experienced. And right. My experience with conventions is not that vast. Um, like we did that New York, New York Comic Con. That was the biggest oh, show I've ever been. I mean, that's a big yeah. show. So, I mean, that's the biggest show I've ever been to. Well, there's only one bigger show than that. That said, it was only, before that, it was like Pittsburgh Comic Con, mall shows, hotel, <laughs> hobby show, or hotel shows, <laughs> nothing of that grand spectacle. And so I never saw that the heyday of the Pittsburgh Comic Con. So I couldn't accurately track. I never was there in the old location. Yeah. It's only there at the new location. So that's, I don't have a frame of reference for what it once was. Yeah. I only have a frame of reference for what it had become. I will tell you this one though, and like, cause, cause I know we, you know, we were talking about it and I wish Dan was on too, but, uh, Pittsburgh Comic Con had Rival Ifield, uh, in the very first year. Oh yeah? Yeah. I, if you go to their great resource, if you go to the Wikipedia for P- Pittsburgh Comic Con, it actually lists like the top names, um, Fascinate. that had been at each show. I don't know if I want to look at it. I might be sad. Yeah, I mean, well, the first year, I mean, John Byrne, Rob Liefeld, Jim Valentino, Steve Rude. What Dave was Sim, the first year? Jeez. 1994. And I actually, uh-huh. I don't think I went to that one. I think I only started going in 95 because they list um, Boris Villagio and Julie Bell, and I remember seeing them there. And I think 95 was my first. It may, may maybe not, but it was either 95 or 96. But I met a lot of people at ni- in '96 that are still my friends to this day, which you know, which is why I love that show so much too. Um, you know, there's tons. Should of I them. should I make you feel old and tell you how old I was in 1996? Or was that old? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> wow. Oh look, hey, '96. The, ni- the '98 show had Kevin Smith, Jim Mahfoud, Mark yep, Wade, James that was Mike a- Allred. Dude, that show was crazy. That Luke was a Zada. great. Because Kevin Smith was actually filming in Pittsburgh oh, yeah, at the time. Oh, yeah, they're making Dogma down here. Okay. Yep, yep. Yeah, it was Amazing. it was awesome. And, you know, just uh, the table. Was 2001 the infamous Frank Miller year? Yes. Because I see Frank Miller, Jeff Smith, the Hernandez brothers. Well, it plays into Dan, that. Wow, Dan Klaus. Wow. So that one had a foot, like, in both worlds that year. Yeah. Yeah, it was that a was huge the high year. Oh, and part. Brian Bendis. Um, thanks to my friend Brian, actually. dollars per day. A $35 for a three-day pass. Yeah. Brian, that wasn't I'll that never long forget, ago. I'll never forget this. In 2001, um, my friend Brian, who wrote Chaos Punks and everything, you know, that I work on, um, he was friends with Brian Bendis, and he actually helped Renee get him into the show. You know, like, he was like, hey, I can get you in touch with Brian Bendis. And, um... So they ended up making him like a headliner. And, uh, well, we're over talking to Brian and Al Williamson walked up. And Al Williamson, of course, you know, infamous inker, but he also worked on the classic Star Wars comic strips in the papers. And this, you know, yeah. the stuff that I cut yeah. out of the newspapers every right. day for okay. two years. He walks over to us and he goes, Oh, uh, uh, I didn't mean to interrupt you guys. And we're all like, No. <laughs> anything you you have to say is more important than anything we could possibly say, and and like you, even Bendis, who you know at that point was, I think he was on Sam and Twitch at the time. Oh wow, okay. Yeah, so he was just coming up, you know, like right. he was really getting that notoriety, and and we all were like, no, no, 
whatever you, you know, whatever Al Williamson says, that's what we want to hear. You know, it was just one of those moments like, oh my God, like we're in the presence of greatness. <laughs> <laughs> you know, and it was really cool. You know, and that, that kind of stuff happened a lot at that show. Um, yeah. And you know, I'm looking at these, like, the uh, order days. They actually had, like, local, the local names were featured yeah. as well back in the day. Well, Wayne Wise, yeah. I see, I, I see Jim Rugg mentioned in 2004, Ed Pisker in 2006. Yeah. I mean, like, I, I say local guy, like, the local independent artists were right. represented as well. I don't know who put this Wikipedia I, I together, think, you know, whoever's updating, you know, I think it's, it's probably out current. to the public. But. It's missing a little one. Uh, Kirkman in 2002. And, you know, I was at the comic shop earlier, and they were talking about Kirkman being there in 2002, being oh, a carnival barker with uh, Battle Pope. Yes. Um, dude, I sat, we actually were tabled right beside him. Oh, yeah? Yeah, and I didn't remember who he was. All I remembered that year was Battle Pope. Battle Pope. Have you seen Battle Pope? Come over and look at my book, Battle Pope. And like I swear, he he never stopped that whole weekend. Well, that's what and it I takes. didn't even know who he was. Yeah. And, and now uh, he's a mogul. Yeah, and then like you know, years later, my friend Brian once again he was like, "Yeah, that was Robert Kirkman that was there at that show that time." And I'm like, "I don't remember that." You know, and I had to check the program book. Yeah, I was like, "Oh my god, I didn't realize he was, was even right there jerk beside next it. to us." Yeah, that loudmouth jerk that was uh, couldn't he's stop talking about his book because the zombies. Yeah, I was like, yeah, I love his stuff. <laughs> but I mean, it, there was a time, you know, it's like, wow, you could have walked up to Kirkman and been like, hey, man. I mean, pre-Walking Dead. Yeah, but, yeah. You know. But, uh. So what's your book called? <laughs> wait, mine? <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Battle, yeah, Battle Pope. Battle Pope. Oh, have you seen oh. Battle Pope? Oh, my God. But I mean, that is, and that is the heyday. And like, you know, it gets like later in the later years of the show. Yeah, there, there is less, you know, yeah, headlines. Look at the years that I went to and on paper. There's some good ones. There's names there. And it, Holy it, cow, my just... name's on there. Seriously? Yeah. Where's it at? It's 2012. 2012. Although oh, I, there you are. You're in red. You don't have a Wikipedia entry. I don't have a Wikipedia though. Holy cow. We need to, we need to that. fix that. We need to get you a blue link. Yeah. No, I was there in uh <laughs> Alright, who put the all right, I, I should add my name to a whole this, bunch of these. I'm guessing whoever put this page together, if they put you on this list, I'm betting they're listening to this show. I'm not saying it's a guarantee. That'd be awesome. I'm just gonna use powers of deduction. So if you modified or the admin on the Pittsburgh Comic on Wikipedia page, please let us know. Just just say it. Yeah, yeah that's us, me. Just curious. Yeah. And then we're going to build Scott has the Wikipedia page so that we can get his. Uh... Yeah, and then I'll send an updated list of all the ones that I've been to because I, I as a as a, you know, actually set up. I think I started in '97. What did you do that year that warranted? I don't think I knew you guys then yet. Yeah, I think I, they just got my. You know, they probably looked at the website and got my name. Maybe, but there was. I'm sure there was way more arts. I'm not listed in the ten or eleven. I was there. Yeah, see, that's what I mean. I'm saying, if you're going like, oh, they just went through the book. It's a limited list, it looks like. I mean, the other thing that's neat to look at on this is the attendance, and they don't have it for every year. No. But, but, I mean, they were at 10,000 for a lot of years. Yeah, two of the three years I was there was 10,000. Well, Stanley was there in 2009. That was pretty big. 
That that would do it. Yeah. Um, he was out in the uh, the other room. They I remember going. I I thought about paying. It was like forty bucks to go get an autograph from Stan Lee. Yeah. And I was like, eh. <laughs> it's like he's not going to be here forever. Well, well, now you can pay forty five bucks to go be in the same room as a bunch of people that aren't Stan Lee. Well, I. <laughs> I've, I've had yeah yeah I, I've had my I know, man, um, and New York Comic Con. I told that story when I was going to do the interviews for that episode we did. And I turned the corner and there was Stan Lee just sitting like right there nice. with his army of super soldiers protecting him. Oh yeah. <laughs> but um, stay back, true believer. Yeah, move along. <laughs> yeah. I was like, I'm not here for him. <laughs> um, my way, old man. So, okay, so now I am going to read an excerpt from one Dave Wachter. Oh, it should be good. Um, and it was basically his his opinion. I hope he doesn't mind that I'm it's friend reading. of the show, Dave Wachter. Yeah, headlining artist at PicksComics.org. Not quite, but well, you know, he'll be there. That's that's not. We're only picking up. We're only going to pick up so many scabs open tonight, Scott. <laughs> okay. Anyway, so he said, you know, everybody's kind of going back and forth on uh, this one message board. And uh, he says it's a mixed bag, you know, as far as Wizard taking open, taking over the Pittsburgh Comic Con. So much higher costs will ensue, a less celebrities with high prices. Um, uh, you know, he basically says that uh, the cost to enter the show will drain the money out of the show. Um, Which is a legitimate concern. I mean, that's- it is. And then, but uh, getting farther down, he says, um, he says, wizard, wizard shows tend to be the same across the board. They hire guests for a tour, not just the show. Comic-Con, but Com- Pittsburgh Comic-Con was circling the bull. It was slow and tired, and you know, the murder, which made it hard for some to want to be involved or spend their money, knowing where the mo- that money might be going. And that's a fair assessment. But anyway, then he says, if... If anyone else was buying the show, I'd be optimistic. This is a lateral move. And that's what I think, too. Yeah, that's I, the key term there, lateral. Lateral move. That's that's where I stand on it. That's why I read it. So, You know, um, I, I'm kind um, of calmed. I know you were pretty heated. I'm I was. kind of had that. I wasn't like you. I wasn't heated like you. <laughs> but I definitely this had that proper rabble. Attitude, and to a sense, I still do, but it's kind of I'm falling somewhere. It is what it is, you know. I'm, you know, I mean, I'm pretty milk toast in my opinions on stuff. I uh-huh. empathize with both sides. There are some people out there. I've been reading the the uh, comments that are very, very pleased about this. Now, there are the casual fans. I'll classify them as. And I don't mean that as an insult or an indictment on their. No, taste, I, But that, uh, in the, in the, that's what they are. They, you know, they I agree. Casual. Uh, there were some people that had no idea the controversy behind the owners of the show. Mm-hmm. And, you know, and I thought I lived under a rock. Uh, <laughs> and, and so there, I was reading some message board and I was like, oh, this, this poor bastard. Uh, he's like, he's like, oh, Wizard World's coming to Pittsburgh. Do you think it'll be the same weekend as the show? Oh, yeah. <laughs> oh, someone got to break it. This is. Yeah, me. it's like, yeah, uh, dude. It's and the they same. were jazzed, but. Oh, yeah, that was that poor guy. I know that guy, the guy from Germany. Oh, okay. Oh, maybe something uh, else. He, he had booked his flight uh, because he loved Pittsburgh Comic Con so much. He actually flew in from Germany and then 
uh, he had already booked it, and he was afraid that he would have to reschedule his flight. Oh, okay. So they reassured him, and, you know, it's nice. One of the things of note, too, you know, yeah, Wizard World's taken over, but Renee is still going to run the charity events, you know, that. so they're still going to be a part of Pittsburgh Comic-Con that's still, you know, which is uh, the, old, I, I think, the old peoples. You know. did, Just for this year, though, I don't see wonder. it going any further. But That's possible. Who knows? Yeah. Um, hey, there's some people out there that are going to get to see Steph participate in things that they otherwise wouldn't. And so rather than crap on them or belittle their taste or whatever, whatever. If that's if yeah. that's what makes you happy, if that's what floats your boat, if you're pleased, if you want to spend 50 bucks to get in the door and you want to spend 80 bucks for Shatner's autograph and you don't have a problem with that and that's going to, you know, make your day, who am I to poop on that? You know? <laughs> uh, I Here's where here's where I'm at on it. I, you know, I'm not going to poop on what people like, you know. Um, but I, w- I would say don't call it a comic book show. No, and I, that's like, very it's, fair. It's, it's media, it's media guest. It's, that was um, in the statement, the official statement they released that there was a desire for more media guests that they could not provide. So they partnered with Wizard World. Right. Who can provide it. And that's it, what I mean. It's is, a pop culture show. It's right. A comic and that's culture. what I mean is as far as like if Pittsburgh Comic Con was going to continue the way it was, it was going to shrink some more. And just be a comic book show, you know, without celebrities and all that. Like, because it couldn't figure out how to grow into a celebrity show. So now Wizard is a celebrity show. And they're just, they're just saying, okay, we have the money. We can bring that in. But I, I would say it just replaces Pittsburgh Comic Con. I don't think it's like, hey, it became, hey, Pittsburgh Comic Con became Wizard World. No, this show is just replacing the spot that Pittsburgh Comic Con's leaving. You know, like, yeah. it's just saying there's an empty slot on the schedule now. So basically it, it morphed. Like a doctor, it's regenerated. It, uh, yeah, it's it's an incursion. You know, the two worlds collided. The two met, and then, yeah, so now they... And, and there's, you know, there's pieces that come together. You know, it's a whole new, you know, it's a morph. Yeah, you're right. It's a morph of the two but, shows. And the thing is, though, whatever void, I don't think anything will recapture the heyday of this show. I don't no, it's possible. I think that and, that was a time and a place. Yeah, you cannot return to it, and that's why you cannot I, recreate it. You could have maybe have something akin to it, but it's going to be unique to its time and place. Right, and, and that's I, why I brought that up. You know that there that it seems like the the entire industry has shifted. It's not. It's not that Co- Pittsburgh Comic Con was doing everything wrong they just couldn't um you know yeah. if, if if the if the big names and comics don't come to your city that that's the problem right and you, know, you know this wasn't they weren't the only show to sell to a bigger show this past week right the emerald city comic-con sold to uh read pop who throws on the new york oh. comic they also do star wars celebration there you go yeah but um that one i don't think Read Pop doesn't seem to have that stigma attached to it that Wizard World does. No. Um, I mean, we they, went to New York Comic Con. I, I enjoyed it. I mean, it's a spectacle. I don't know if I could do it every year. I, I, I know I couldn't because I didn't, I didn't go yeah, back last year. Yeah. I, I know, but it was something to experience at least that once. Yeah. Um, 
Oh, it was again, a that was a time and a place. You know, I don't think we can recap. We can't because they, they don't do uh, podcast tables anymore. And, yeah. you know, we can't See, justify what, dropping once again, they won on we, our we, You know, we caught the edge of a great era. Yeah. You know, we were lucky. We to, caught the crest uh, of the wave. Experience. Yeah, and we were lucky to experience it, you know. And we have our memories, and yep. there's the episode, you know, from it. I forget the number now, but, you know, it's captured for posterity in yeah. ways possible. Um, but, um... Um, it, what it, else? It will be, like I said, there will be people that will be pleased for it, and then those of us that were like, well, we weren't going anyway, so it's no big deal. Um, well, conversely, conversely, uh, in the interest of full disclosure, mm-hmm. uh, we are attempting to have some sort of presence for the, pro- the show. Right. We, we would the, like to be... The attempts have been made. A press element. So I guess in that regard, we can't so, crap on it too much. Well, like... Well, once back again, pedal, back pedal. <laughs> you know, like if you want to be in, if you want to be into comics, you also have to survive and adapt. And, and, uh, you know, like as, as an indie comic artist, I can't afford to be at their show. No, I like, mean, I, I don't make the yeah. money. That's the bottom line. Yeah. The, it's, it wasn't financially feasible. Same here. Same right. Here. So uh, I couldn't do it before, you know, at the old Pit- I couldn't so, justify that, you know, the, the old Pittsburgh comic on, let alone a yeah. wizard world show. Yeah, and I'm more than happy to support all the other shows in the area. Yeah, that's that is the sh- well, that's what I was going to get to. Uh, the yeah. void is being filled. I say, while nothing may capture the halcyon days of the Pittsburgh Comic Con, the void left in its wake has slowly but surely been filled. There is the Steel City Convention, which had become quite the competitor to the Pittsburgh Comic Con. Yeah, right? I mean it's, that was a factor. Too, and it I still think. is. I mean, they just yeah. announced they're doing the uh, artist quick sketch for charity at their yep. next show. Yeah. Um, they're savvy folks that run the Steel City Con, and they they know how to do well. I mean, they have lines around the block. They have connections. They have connections with you know with uh, celebrities, yes. whether or not you want to call them C and D. I don't care. Whatever. They, they get guests. They, they do get, get people. Some, yeah, they get people names. through the doors. Yeah. I mean, they almost had some incredibly impressive names this past December with Adam West and Burt Ward, but that's not their fault. West and Ward bailed right. out, and they've had Adam West before. Yeah, um, I thought they had Shatner, but evidently I misread something. Oh, okay, okay. I think what I read um, was like a promotion for when George Takai was there. Now, one of the things I, I do have a critique about Wizard. I'm not going to be a jerk about everything, but but one of my critiques is is that they, you know, they book a show, they they book they book the people for all their shows. So like you'll sign a con, you know, like a celebrity, you'll sign a contract and then travel. And go to every city that they're appearing in. Right. You know, to some degree. That's cool because you get to see some people, but my, my thing is, is that you're not going to see Scott Snyder there because that dude's working. You know what I mean? Yes. It's all the guys that are not working, you know, that have, that can take a year off and, and chill. Like Rob Liefeld, you know, he's chilling. I mean, cool but, dude. But does he do wizard shows? I don't think he does. He's doing Cleveland. Oh, I know he? that one for sure. I didn't check all the rest, okay. but I, he's definitely their their biggest name for comic related stuff. That wizard, you know. Is it called Wizard World? Yes, it is Wizard World Cleveland. Cleveland. He's their big he's their big name as far as comics go. But I mean, like you're not like I say, you're not going to get you know the creative team of of Batman at every one of their shows. You will get them at Baltimore, however, because they're willing they're willing to show up for a weekend and do it. Where Wizard, because they do a 
a year long thing, they're not going to agree to that. So you're not going to get like people that are hot off the press. And I'm going to be honest, the uh, comic book guests. I'm looking at the Wizard World Cleveland lineup. Mm-hmm. It's not an impressive list, and that's not. And I don't mean to knock the folks that are. I didn't here. want to say it. <laughs> I mean, there are some interesting names, but you no, know, there's no buddy of the moment. Yeah. Like you said, you're not going to. Uh, if you love Batman, you're not going to get your copies of Batman signed by Scott Snyder and Greg Capullo because they're not at the right. show. Right. If you're like me and you like Silver Surfer, the shows. Yeah. you're not going to see Dan Slott and Mike Allred at this show because they're at the coastal shows. Yeah. Yeah. Go out to a coast, find them. You know. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, yes, you will uh, get to see Neil Adams. Oh, now here we go. Here's one interesting. They got. Oh, I read it wrong. Never mind. Robert Kurtzman. <laughs> oh yeah, yeah, yeah. It's Whoops. <laughs> uh, Michael Goldman. I mean, if you're uh, an old, you know, an old timey fan. If you, if you're familiar yeah, with classic comics, I mean, that's a, he had a moment. He yeah. Had respectable work. Life out, you know, they say special guest, and indeed he is. I mean, he's he's probably the closest thing to like hot right now. And I'd hate to use those buzzwords because they sound gross, but we all know it's what you mean by it. Yeah. No, I know, but it's it is funny though because he was he was hot in '91. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like, <laughs> so it's like, eh, yeah. Greg Henry will be at uh, Wizard World Cleveland. He played uh, Star Lord's grandfather at the beginning of Guardians. Oh, okay. Yeah. So if you were like, if you enjoyed Payback, he was like one of the antagonists in Payback. Remember that movie with uh, Mel Gibson? Yeah. Oh, yeah, I remember. Yeah. And he's Payback. got the yeah. Mel Gibson's Hubba. pillow on his head. Yeah. Yeah. Yep, yep. Oh, Bruce Campbell. I mean, Bruce Campbell is a draw for folks, I guess. Right. Shatner, but Shatner's $80 to get his signature. Yeah, see, that's, that's the other thing. That's just, I mean, I, if, I'm if not you even have gonna, the money to spend and that's gonna make you happy, then go with God. Right, I'm not gonna rain. That it. is not my, I'm, my, that's not me. In this you know, case. like, well, yeah, a couple years ago I went to the, you know, right when Wizard took over the Columbus show. And I, I had set up a table there. Um, they offered a rate of $200 um, for artist table for the last time. That every year since it's been 300. And I jumped in on the under the wire. I said I might as well give it a shot. This is my, you know, because 300 is pretty steep. But maybe 200 I can do something. And um, you know, I I pretty sure I didn't see any celebrities that weekend because they were always behind curtains, and I almost saw no people. In the artist section, <laughs> you know, like I made almost, I made about a hundred bucks for the whole weekend. Wow! So I, I was like, Wizard World shows are uh, rather militant like, as well. I was like, it's not for, it's not for me. It's not for an indie mm-hmm. art creative, you know, comic artist. My goodness gracious! I'm looking at some like there's the Madison Wizard World in February, the William Shatner Platinum VIP Experience, five hundred dollars. Oh yeah. It's like a photo op, a signature, and some swag. Yeah. Yeah. So. Oh, yeah. They don't have anything set up yet for Pittsburgh, other than the uh, the VIP package, the three day VIP package is two hundred bucks. Two hundred bucks. <laughs> what does that? I don't want. I'm trying to see what that carries. Uh, so you get a three-day weekend admission, an exclusive VIP badge. You get onto the show for 30 minutes before regular attendees on Saturday and Sunday. 
Ooh. Uh, you get Still exclusive singing, to be determined artist trading card, a coupon for a CGC graded comic. Which I and think it's actually going to be. Uh, I think it's going to be a Walking Dead number one uh, reprint. It's they, a, they did. I did see at the Madison show it was Walking Dead number one with a live out cover. Yeah, they're doing like special covers of issue one or something. They've been doing that. that. That's it for two hundred bucks, and you got to pay. There's a city tax. It's a four point seven four point seven six two percent. Who calculated that? Bill Pudo. It's too rich for my blood. Two hundred bucks, and it's really. <laughs> does it, they get thirty minutes on the floor? Bef- thirty minutes. Thirty minutes. We're forty minutes into our conversation. I don't know where exactly Dan started us, but. We're like 30 minutes. So like as long as yeah. we've been talking, as long as you've been listening to us at home, that's what you got for 200 bucks before Sweet. the rest of the nerd herd comes well, stamping in. Well, I think, in. you know, starting maybe next week, we'll, you know, we'll have a download and we'll charge $200 for a download. Yeah, and I, we'll see how long that and we'll lasts. We'll even give you an hour of talk. Yeah. <laughs> I, yeah. I, don't, I don't see yeah, how that's no. worth 200 bucks. Again, <sighs> cheap. Well, you know what, and see, that's here's what I think is going to happen now in Pittsburgh with you know with Wizard World entering entering the fray, as it were, and the high ticket cost. They're they're carving out a new audience. They are not bringing you know they're like oh we can't wait to have the Pittsburgh yeah. Comic Con artists but, or our fans. They're not going to get a lot of those fans because they're the ones that were on a budget. But they are going to get the the middle class and rich. Who like to watch TV, and, and they're like, "Hey, I don't, I don't need two hundred dollars this weekend. I'm gonna go spend it uh, and see some, see if I can see some celebrities." So I think what you were saying earlier, it's gonna be the people that are, um, you know, they're gonna see it more like, um, you know, "Hey, I'm going to see Ringling Brothers," you know, or oh, I said that. I was yeah, thinking that. Yeah, you, I didn't say that, but you didn't say that. I think I called it a spectacle. I don't even know if I called a it a spectacle. spectacle. That's know. what I was trying to think of the word. That's what I called New York Comic Con. But yeah, but it that. is like you're going to get a lot of the people that maybe are are, are the casual fan. I, that's, that's what I said. That's, that's a casual what fan. Basically, yeah, you're going to have casual fans like, hey, I watch Arrow, hey, I watch The Flash, but and I, if I like never Arrow, bought a comic book. Steve Amell will most likely be there. I mean, there's no guarantee because they haven't announced guests yet for it. It's too far right. out. Right. But, but, yeah, and so you're going to get those, the people that are not going to the comic store, but maybe going to, you know, but are watching all these shows on TV, and they're like, ooh, I want to go see that guy. And then, you know, they're the ones that are going to be spending money on the artist. Hopefully that set up, and I think that's going to be a curiosity. Like I was comparing it to, I was the one compare in previous conversation, but I was comparing it to Ringling Brothers, and I said, and essentially, then Artist Alley is like the jugglers, you know, like ooh, you know, I I'll pay an extra five dollars to see you juggle, you know, or eat fire, you know, yeah. like that kind of thing. And it's like, but it's a sideshow. It's not the main act. So you tell me that all these ge- – I do see a lot of carryover. I'm looking at the and the week before Pittsburgh, mm-hmm. it's in San Jose. Okay. So if you're telling me that these guys tour with it and that this is – if I can use the deduction yeah. or elimination to assume that these guests will be at Wizard World Pittsburgh. Hopefully. I mean, then well – you have Shatner. You'll have Bruce Campbell, Michael Rooker. Okay, Michael Rooker, but 
I think I said Michael Rooker's like somewhere like 50, 60 bucks for an autograph. Yeah, there could be some. The Green yeah. Power Ranger. And then, okay, James O'Barr. But James O'Barr was at Pittsburgh Comic Con a couple of years ago. He's going to be at Steel City Con in the Steel City, okay. See, there's yeah. one where Steel City gets it. Steel City's like 20 bucks to get you in. Oh, and there's another one, Ethan Van Sciver. Ethan, which, yeah, it doesn't he, do anything for me. Well, I know, but people like him, but he was at West Virginia PopCon last year. Okay. Or two years ago. So, he, so there's another one. You can see him the on circuit. the circuit. Yeah. But you could see him on the cheap if you wanted to. Yeah, okay, there you go. I don't see, there's no names here that it's just like, drop everything, Scott, we're going. I don't <laughs> care how much it is. Take my money now, wizard. Yeah. No, it's like, eh, Yeah, there's no shut up and take my money. Yeah, I don't know. I can go yeah. to Steel City and probably see these people for less if I really, really want to. <laughs> or, well, you know what? It'll yeah. be a good comparison. Like, is... well, it's not like I'm going to get the chance to like chat up Michael Rooker. Yeah. Be like, tell me about Henry. Tell me about Morads. You know, it's it. It'll be like, hey. Dang, there ya. are a couple. You know, like just just going from Cleveland to San Jose, but like the if you look down in the artist section, Jenny Wang. Who I've never heard of, and then Renee Witterstotter. Yes, are both at both of those shows. Yeah, I, I I'm not familiar with either of those names. Yeah, um, uh, Renee's Renee Witterstotter is editor. She's a special guest. She said you said she was at Cleveland as well. Yeah, you were doing the tracking. Okay, because yeah, I see special guests. Out. I didn't know if that meant they were just exclusive to that particular show. Yeah. Actually, these no, apparently are, maybe they're special because they're they agreed to travel with the show or something. Hmm. Um, a lot of these guys do. They don't get special on it. But whatever. Right. Yeah, that's whatever. true. Yeah. Um, yeah, I, I, you know, I do. I think it's more I'm like I'm not pulled uh, over by this. It's. I think Wizard World is presenting themselves more as a, um, you know, like a, a circus act, and I don't mean that in a derogatory way. I mean it in a literal sense that they are like, we're rolling up, and here's our show, here's our act. And, you know, we hope to make money. And then they roll on to the next town. I know. I mean, I know. I'm you not going to like, oh, how dare they want to make money, but. Yeah. yeah. I just say don't call it a comic show. I agree with you there. <laughs> I don't blame you there at all. Um, oh, they do have a special guest already listed for Pittsburgh. Tom DeFalco. Oh, yeah. Okay. I met him in uh, in uh, Detroit. Which, I mean, that's. He said uh, he he liked my stuff. Oh, look at you. <laughs> that's that's the only name they have there. So we just broke. You just got an exclusive, folks, here on Comp Number One Eighty Four. Uh, Tom DeFalco will be at Wizard Road Pittsburgh. Yeah. Right on. Hey, you know not what else enough. I noticed? Not enough for me, man. It's not, like, Since we're again, talking it at nauseum, I'm gonna get my forty-five bucks on a free yeah. registration. Hey, something else I noticed, maybe it'll work for you, but PittsburghComicCon.com is not no longer available, it seems. Oh, let's have a moment. Yeah. Um, fortunately, oh, we're having a moment? No, but fortunately, I I had the uh, sensible, sensibleness to save their guest page. Ah, so, look at you. Yes, so I have a copy, it's at work, but... <laughs> Um, but I have the guest list for last year's show. So what we're going to do is when Wizard World comes, we are going to compare the lists. Okay. And, and, you know, so mark it down, like, for whenever that is. Well, we already got Tom DeFalco. 
Yeah. Steel City so didn't have Tom one. DeFalco. Yeah. I don't think West Virginia Popcorn had Tom DeFalco. <laughs> you weren't seeing Tom DeFalco out at the New Dimension show. <laughs> no, he, I, I did. I met him at Detroit though. He walked up, he was walking past my table and he's like, Oh wow, this is really cool. And then he like opened my book and was looking at it and he's like, you got some really good artwork here. And I was like, holy crap. Thank you, Tom DeFalco. I loved you in those single panel strips. <laughs> now here's the deal. They have a click here to submit an idea for Comic Con programming. So I suggest we propose Comic Book Pit Live. Yeah. And then we really have to change our tune. Let's just sell, <laughs> let's sell out. Comic yeah. Book Pit sells out. <laughs> we'll go out there in like wizard hats and Garib Seamus <laughs> t-shirts and. <laughs> I won't even bring up the uh, the balance of my subscription <laughs> that they owe me when they canceled their magazine. I want to point out the irony, but um, it's funny how a lot of people have said that Wizard has taken the magic out of the shows. Boom, boom, boom. Yeah. Okay. Just so boom, it didn't boom. get by anybody, I just thought I'd say that. Yeah, that's not getting by anybody. No. <laughs> Infants are rolling their eyes at that one. Yeah. Oh, yeah. No, that's what I do. You know, if I don't sing, I make really bad jokes. We got um, um, the details for the photo ops are up. You know, the preliminary details. Photo op schedule will be posted approximately one week before the show. You must print out your PDF tickets and redeem on site at the photo op sales and redemption <laughs> booth. Photo ops are cash only on site. Photo op fees do not mm-hmm. include admission to the show. Admission to the show must be purchased separately. No, up to two fans per picture allowed. Additional prints are available for $15 each. JPEGs are available for 15 That is highway robbery. What? Print JPEG combo. What are they, Kickstarter? $15 for a JPEG? <laughs> I think better be about like 36 DPI. <laughs> and that's I, that I sounds like Kickstarter to, prices. Yeah, I should be able to like print a picture that I could like put on the side of my house. <laughs> For $15 JPEG. A JPEG! It's compressed! <laughs> the name alone implies compression. Give me a TIFF, at least. That's true. Good point. <laughs> what raw data? Oh, man. That is... Hey, but you know what? There'll be people that buy it because they don't care. They want that experience. They want that memory. And that's what it takes to get that memory of them with uh, the guy who wore the... Uh, uh, mocap suit for Planet of the Apes, then so be it. <laughs> oh man. I wonder if, uh, Arrow will be there. Like, I mean, Stephen Amell. Bigger names are like Stephen Mao, uh, Stephen Yoon, Ben McKenzie, you know, he plays that goal. Yeah. Oh, uh, Steve the Pirate could be there. Do you remember Dodgeball? His Steve name's the... Alan Tudyk. Who's Steve the Pirate? Gar. Yeah. Peter. Yeah. I don't, um, I just, I'm just clicking on Oh, Alan now. Tudyk? Oh my god, that'd be, Carl, see now that would be a cool one. Okay, but you know, coming to Portland, Minneapolis, and Philadelphia. See, okay. I, that's not Pittsburgh. I can't be like, Dread was really good, man, right on. Yeah. And <laughs> they don't really have all these, but you know, they might, maybe, maybe, but we don't know yet. <laughs> oh, Stephen Mel coming to Portland. That sounds like a one-off. Stephen Yoon coming to oh. Portland in Las Vegas. Oh, you know, okay. Pittsburgh's not, Everyone's not locked in yet. Hell, maybe Yafet Kodo could come. You don't know. I'll, I'll take my homicide <laughs> box set down. Um, a copy of Live and Let Die. Live and Let Die. 
Jake Lloyd. Wow. Oh, Jake Lloyd, yeah. He was at Steel yeah. City. I think uh, I think he's at a few of them. Frankie Munoz? Oh, yeah. What show is he going to? Malcolm. Philadelphia. Oh, yeah. Now, Philly's, yeah, Philly's a, Philly's a, big a bigger market. show. Yeah. That's a bigger show, for sure. Um, and they've been in that market for a lot of years now. Um, but Bing look at where they're, do a look at the location. You know, they got plenty of people to fill it up and. Yeah. What's Philadelphia? Yeah. It's just, it's a much bigger city. Yep. It's just math at that point in time. Yeah. Uh, so. Um, I guess wow. underwhelmed, dumbstruck. Well, that's where, that's where I'm at. After all the. Jaded. All the anger, you know, seething anger that I had for, for them. You know, because I yeah, you I won a comic <laughs> because I won a comic book show. Brr. You get, but them. I've got you have them. That's what that's what we were trying to talk. About. It, there are shows in the area that have sort of filled that void. You know, if you want to go long box digging, you have what three new dimension shows you could do it at. You have Steel yep. City. Yep. Um, is three that, shows a year. Yeah. That's six shows right there. There's six shows right there. You can go long in a year. Box you also, if you drive down to Morgantown, West Virginia Popcorn. Awesome. An hour and change from Pittsburgh. It's an yeah, maybe maybe yeah, an hour and change. I would say that's yeah. a good way to put it. Um, and if you want to see artists, if you want, you know, like you said back in the day, he's winding up. Yeah, oh, dude. So Wait, let me just say, if you wanted to go rub like back in the old good old days, <laughs> you were rubbing elbows with the artists before they were, <laughs> you know, megastars like Brian Bendis and Michael Turner and Robert Kirkman peddling his wares. If you wanted yeah. to go rub elbows with Tomorrow's Stars today, you have that opportunity, Pittsburgh, and it's coming at the end of March. It's the Pittsburgh what? Indie Comics Expo. Picks. What are you talking about? No. I'm what am saying. I talking about? I'm, I'm talking about picks. Talking about Pittsburgh picks, man. Pittsburgh Indie Comics Expo is coming at the end March 28th. Nice. In the city Southside District. Uh, I don't know guests yet for that show. I know who I'd like to get, but I'm not going to say it in this format. Well, you know what? I mean. This is this show, like we, you know, uh, hey, we we don't even have to be shy about this, but you know, uh, the comic book pip has was behind last year's hit show of picks. You know, we we had a we, bit of we a hand the, in it, yeah. We were the you know the the foot soldiers on the ground, you know, getting the word out. We were you the know, and getting resurrected yeah, that show from the dead, the dead. Keeping the, yep, keeping well because we knew because the writing was on the wall even then, like we knew. Th- Two or three years ago, when we yeah. were like, we need a show for us in Pittsburgh. So instead of whining that no one's giving us the show for us, we right. went out and we made it happen. Right. Be the change you want to see. Exactly. That's a great way to say it. Well, I, I, kinda, I stole that line from. I know. But yeah. Let him work. Catch you <laughs> <that>. Yeah. <laughs> but uh. <laughs> but no, like this, like the area, the but city. For real. It has, like I said, the void is being filled in in, hey, in its own little ways. Here's um, the best part, uh, and because you know me, this show is free to the public. Yes, and, walk and, in and enjoy a show. You, you can uh, you can put a pin as we like to say because as the we don't have to do we got about two months before it'll just be the how many times does Jared say picks the Pittsburgh Indie Comics <laughs> Expo in an episode drinking game. <laughs> I say we probably got about two months from now. Yeah, that's right. Uh, and when that happens, and it will pick happen. out your finest scotch. Yeah. Uh, I don't know. I don't Notify know. your next of kin because I can <laughs> a lot. 
Youngblood. But go we're back excited. Last year. Yeah, we're excited. It was a it was an awesome show last year, and um, yeah, people should check it out for sure. Yeah, and uh, like I said, there's not much yet as far as guests. Well, like that will. Well, be yeah, like nothing. the there's headliner. Hey. It's got a healthy exhibitor list that picks show. It does. Um, and if anybody out there is interested, you know, you're, you make your own comics. Like you're being the change you want to see out there. Uh, and you want to be part of this show? Ah, boy, we really just are on the for this thing. Uh, <laughs> I hear that Dave Wagner's going to be get in on it. Uh, tables are still <laughs> available. Uh, four footers, eight footers are all gone, but three footers and six footers are still available. So you can go to pixcomics.org, comics with an X, for more details. Um, we are also on Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, well, sort of. And yeah, well, yeah, don't, I don't know. We'll take that one down. There is an Instagram, but no one. No one but we're no, nobody cares about Instagram. Our, our but I, I mean, if, if people lot. want to follow us, you know, yeah, you can also get us on Facebook. Twitter, Facebook, the Facebook's the best place. Twitter is the second best place. Uh, oh, there is a oh, Tumblr. Tumblr is amazing. Well, if talking? the uh, Tumblr admin was a little more <laughs> up to date, yeah, on the mark, yes. <laughs> You know, all it takes is like an hour. You can schedule these things. But I think I'm only two behind. <laughs> uh, uh, Dave Wachter and Lisa Imus and Erica Chan. Yeah, that, okay, then you're current. That's this week. Yeah, that's the only two I got to put up. Oh, so we're, then you're we're, we're good. Okay. We're not too bad off. <laughs> <laughs> but no, enough about it's, Yeah, enough about picks. We will get there. Trust me. We, you'll <laughs> we will be talk sick more. of it right before we're done. This is all said and done, <laughs> if you're not already. So let's talk um, about that other incursion. Yeah, we, okay, so we're done with this. Yeah, the uh, the other incursion, the other big announcement this week that, quite frankly, fell flat. I guess, um, yeah. When I was telling you in the pre-show, Scott, I was uh, a little under the weather this week. So yes. I was here at the house at 3 o'clock Eastern time on uh, Tuesday, and I was online. Um, so like, all right, let's see what all the hubbub's about, bub. And I tuned into Marvel's. The announcement to end all announcements. Uh, the House of Ideas <laughs> and their hyperbole has not ceased in the you know since Stan's gone. But man, the personalities yeah. they trot out are not Stan Lee. That um, no. uh, what was uh, what's that guy's name? Oh. Not for nothing. They, uh, no, I know, I forgot him. his name already. Oh. I was like, this guy. This is the guy that like. Snarks at people on Tumblr. This pudgy doughboy. Um, this looks like an overgrown kid. Which I'm. If, you, if I'm slamming you for look like an overgrown kid, that's bad. Because yeah. I I'm the poster child for overgrown. Like, kids. I don't even have a mustache. No. Yeah, I don't. I can't. <laughs> I just get a dirty face. Um, no. So Marvel announced what we had actually put two and two together. Like what Years two episodes ago? ago? Well, a couple episodes ago, you were telling me about because you were reading Avengers: New Avengers, correct? Oh yeah. Well, we were talking about the Spider Verse, and I said how things, how crazy things have gotten, and they're going to probably. And I thought that the events in Avengers were going to have a greater effect and systematically end all the timelines. You know, because that's what they've been right. That's what Hickman's been writing towards for almost three years now, is uh, you know the ending of all the alternate universes. Um, and going back even further, and I've said this like years ago when, when this all started, but we, um, Joe Quesada 
did not have a favorable opinion about all the alternate universes. Like, not that he came right out and said, I'm against it, but he said, he said, look, if you're talking about the comic, you're talking about Mar- the Marvel Universe. Like, he didn't want to make a distinguish and say, oh, it's 616 or, you know, what number it is in the, in the multiverse. Um, so, you know, I think that in a way that he would, it's always been, I always personally felt that it was his opinion that they would converge all the universes anyway. And he let, and I thought that he was letting all the writers and, you know, creative teams go wild and like, you know, like, I think the Spider-Verse story's evidence of that. Um, then all the other events that have happened, like Thor getting his arm chopped off, Cap getting old, you know, um, what the Watcher's dead, you know, like they've been doing, they've been going crazy with changes, and, and, and they can because I mean they can just because they do know that they they're going to erase the board. Yeah, that slate's getting cleaned here in a few short months, and and you know, and it follows suit that. Actually, DC did the same thing before they cleaned the slate. Yeah. They, they had the Blackest Night. They had all their huge crossovers before that. And then all of a sudden, they're like, we're starting over. So, I mean, so. I, I think we've been a little coy about it. I'm sure the folks, if you're listening to Comic Book Pit, I'm sure you already know what's happening. But just in case, just <laughs> in case you didn't know that the Wizard World Pittsburgh and the Pittsburgh Comic Con, oh, my God, they're happening the same weekend. How'd that happen? Um Incursion. Marvel is merging the traditional universe, the 616, as it were, with their ultimate line to create a brand new Marvel Now point one. That's called the all Battle new, all World. different Marvel. Yeah. Well, that Battle World is what the 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 the, the storyline, the, the, yeah. the part of Secret Wars that they're doing it's, to yeah, uh, come about dumb. this. Uh, I don't know. Yeah, maybe it I'm, does. Maybe I'm old. I don't know. It's you know what it sounds like, Scott. I'll be honest with you. Um, and I've been mulling this over. It almost sounds like for some of us a good jumping off point. For others, it's, it's a jumping on point. For others, it may be a jumping off. Um, I well, I mean, I, I want to see what comes somebody. out of it. I mean, who knows what could come out of it? I mean, if Scott Snyder and Greg Capullo are going to do Daredevil, just to throw a name out there. Oh yeah, right. Not diggity. Sign me up, but if then maybe I'll check it out. But there's a good distinct possibility that this may be where we part. And uh, you know, um, the pool list it goes, it ebbs and flows. Um, and yeah, I, I and I, as I mentioned last time we spoke, I felt that my big two books are probably going to dwindle and just through attrition. Yeah, and I'd be moving on. I look like Image, what they have coming up this year. Is going to earn my dollars. Oh yeah, for sure. So this looks like um, I mean, I mean, I was watching it, and yeah, you and I, we are jaded, we are cynic, we are old. Uh, <laughs> I, I was just like, I was like, so oh, this is the big announcement. What well, we saw coming a mile away, a country mile away. I think everybody saw it too, to be fair. But I think, you know, we we've known all you know forever that they've because I. I think since the dawn of this show, I've been saying that this is the media, the media age of comics, the, that the modern age is done, and the media uh, age is here. The, the I mean, vigor with which Marvel editors insist, insist, they are not uh, influenced by it, the cinematic ongoings. Oh my god, it's oh, so it, it, it's, it was like watching uh, 
Bill Belichick said he had no idea that the Bulls were deflated <laughs> the AFC Conference game. Yet another incursion of yeah. footballs, you know, colliding yeah. in the locker room right. and losing air. Shocked. Shocked. <laughs> um, Shocked. They say, like, they were not influenced, yet they constantly are dovetailing and catering the books to conform with the cinematic universe. I just wish they'd come out and say it. Like, yeah, it's what we do. We're here to make some money, and this is how we make it. So what? Say yeah, that. Just, don't don't insult it. my say, intelligence. Say, like, no. They could say, we, we, we can see how popular our movie is, and we would like that audience that is not you finally buy a comic after yeah. five, six years of making these movies that are blockbusters. We'd but like just, if maybe a couple of those people would wander into a comic store and pick up a damn book already. Right, they, yeah, get the traction into the stores or even on their online site. You know, they never talk about like, hey, we're we're killing it, you know, online. You know, <laughs> <laughs> they you, never. You know what? Oh man, that, I have, you want to talk about online comics? Where did they get the nerve charging the same price for an online comic? Like, why? There's the overhead is not. Well, that makes no. That's just greed. No, and the reason the reason why is because that is what they've agreed. You know, because, I mean, they would be hurting the retailers, and that's hurting their business. Um, to offer it lower online and... So everyone else is the bad guy for for offering... No, the, the retailers aren't. No, they're not. copy cheaper than the printed tangible copy? Wait, what? You're saying Marvel, Marvel charges $4 for a yes. digital comic, just like they do a tangible comic, right. as a courtesy to the brick-and-mortar stores. Yes. So I was asking those that don't, those that sell it, their digital copies cheaper, are actually well, the service. To- I think after, you know, like I think after a month they drop their prices digitally. So if you're willing to wait, but yeah. they're given the they're given the the store the chance to sell that book, you know, within the first week. Which, be honestly, most books sell within the first 24 hours. Anyway, so if they don't make their sale there, it's going to take, it's probably going to sit on the shelf for even longer. Mm-hmm. So, you know, I think that's what it is. I think that's how they had to, to handle it because, you know, they, you know, why would they want to shoot themselves in the foot, you know, and ruin the business of the retailers? Because so, they don't care. Well, they care about money right. and they know they're getting it from them. Yeah. <laughs> This very Han Solo moment there. Yeah, I don't know. Fair enough. <laughs> but, um, yeah, so the whole Marvel thing, I think we would say we are both underwhelmed. We're underwhelmed. But conversely, if there's someone out there that's just like bated breath on this thing, cannot wait as the yeah, days counted marked on their calendar to when this happens, let us know. Let us know. Yeah, please. We're not going to crap us in on some your way. enthusiasm. That's great. We're glad you have something that you're jazzed about. Me and old man headland here we'll be fine we'll just you know gum our soup and, and watch matlock reruns like we'll, we'll be okay we'll get past this um but yeah if there's someone out there that's just like hot dog this is happening they are they are gonna make it easier. From you. i mean well yeah it, they are making it easier to jump off though because mm-hmm. this i think we like heard to be a dc fan back in 2011 yeah and it and it it's very true but on the on the other hand DC sold a, a ton of those fi- new 52 books when they first came out. When they first came out. Yeah. And I then, can't and speak then, about yeah. Then, uh, as I've already said, and like to use, water found its level. 
Right. There's a balancing. You know, it eventually comes, you know, where they have to balance out. Hey, I think, I, there was a moment there where I had more DC books on my pool list than Marvel books. Yeah. And eventually that just faded away. It all went away except and for now it's Batman. Batman. Yeah. Dang it. Now I just forgot. Oh, Star Wars. That's another one. I'm waiting to see what the watermark is actually on that. You know, yeah, because, yeah, they yeah. sold a million copies, but they're not going to sell issue two million copies. Yeah, it won't be in – every issue won't yeah. be in that month's Loot Crate. Yeah, exactly. So <laughs> that that will uh, balance out as well. Yeah. I did yeah. not read – you know, I have those copies I bought for you. I guess I could read it if I really wanted to. Don't touch them. No, I'm just kidding. Yeah, hey, you haven't paid for them yet. <laughs> You're like, yeah. You're like, I'm altering the deal. Technically, yeah, they're still mine. Them. No, um, I might. I probably won't, but who knows? Because I bought them. They came bagged and boarded, sealed. So I'd That's have to, awesome. I'd have to. I won't even open them probably because I already read it. I'll probably put them up on my shelf with the other one. And I don't want to mess with their integrity. Although, if you want, I will. Uh, do you, oh, they still yeah. have copies at Phantom of the Attic, though. If you're interested in buying them. Oh yeah, mine. Yeah, yeah, mine did too. Oh, you you have them too, yeah. Uh, but they, uh, some of this. Which, I got you the what Scott. No, I got you the uh, Green Rabbit. Yeah, Jackson the Rabbit. Yeah. Um, uh, I can't think of who did that now. Did the I don't know. It looks it looks very nice. It's funny and it's drawn impeccably well. Yeah, nope. and then the other one was the um, sketch cover variant. Yeah, the yeah uh, the Tauntaun like and the Hoth during a Blizzard cover. Yeah, yeah. With his By eyes Alex Ross, it's beautiful. By Alex Ross. <laughs> Uh, uh, we just yeah, heard up I, that classic joke. <laughs> I'm trying to think if there was any. Oh, uh, the other thing, I'll just FYI for you too. But I think this all but confirms too that Daredevil's going to end, like the one that w- that we know and love. Uh, no, that that we I had known that. That's why. Yes. Okay. I known that the, the Wade Somni run of Daredevil was coming, was coming to a close. I think I mentioned that last time we spoke because I was talking about the pool list dwindling down. Just through attrition, basic attrition, not me. Yeah. Like, I rocked well, there was like a... this week. I had them pull that because with Scotty Young being done on art chores and the um, art team being like a rotating between Jake Parker and this other character. I, Jake Parker is fine and all. This other character, I wanted to see it. It's not what I was looking for. Yeah. So. No, there's a vague. And with Scotty Young gone, I mean. It's, on, um. No, wait, what are you saying? So, with Scotty Young not drawing Rocket Raccoon anymore, um, I didn't right. feel the need to keep buying this. And he's got that creator own book coming out in a couple months. I can just right. get the fix there. So, yeah, I have my last issue of uh, Rocket Raccoon in hand. Yeah. And, uh, you know, Spider Man, which we'll see what happens with that. Daredevil is ending on its own. Actually, I mean, I keep the list mean and lean as it is, but it's. Uh, but yeah, I mean, all I really was buying anyway was the Spider titles, the Avenger, the two Avenger books, and Daredevil. I think was all I was getting in Marvel anyway. Um, and now they're going to end the two Avenger books and then come out with Secret Wars, and I'm on the fence of whether or not I'm even going to buy it. Yeah, I, I'm not an event person. I only collect the main Amazing. I think what title. I I don't get the tie-ins. For Spidey, I went crazy because I was having a good time reading about all the variant Spider-Men and yeah. women's. And, so you, you found know, something that you know you enjoyed. So you oh, uh, yeah, absolutely. It, 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 like, 
as much as you were a hell of a salesman for it, it wasn't enough to make me pull the trigger on, on spending <laughs> that money. But it was like, for me, it was like going to Dairy Queen every day and getting a blizzard, or, you know, yeah. get blizzard or banana split or whatever. I'm like, this. oh, this is a, the best. You yeah, know? shit catches up to you. Well, yeah, and unfortunately, it's, I mean, you're not gonna you know, get it's not going to run on forever. Type 1 diabetes from a bunch of Spider-Man comics. <laughs> Spider-Man, right? the Spider-Verse. <laughs> yeah. They're like, you caught the verse? Yeah. yeah mm-hmm. The verse. I got to take um, a shot three times a day. But yeah, then Daredevil's gone, and then Avengers may or may not be with me anymore as well. So I don't know where that's going to lead me with Marvel, honestly. Um, just because there's plenty of other stuff to read out there, too, you know? Yes. Like you were saying. I mean, it's not uh, it's not just theirs and DCs anymore. No, so. you know, and uh, we, we're not pioneers on this frontier our our absent associate mr greenwald was banging that drum oh just this way week before well yeah just well, yeah. last year i mean last year he did that <laughs> year of reading independently uh but yeah even yeah yeah the last episode which i even i haven't heard yet it's so hot off the press <laughs> and uh picked up a little steam someone featured it somewhere and uh, we thanked yeah. them as well and Looks like some folks folks are drifting in to see what we're all about. Yeah, come on in. Stick around. We for the next time. <laughs> yes. It's not all just uh, two jaded cynics grousing. I think we've been days. pretty good tonight. Like I, oh, yeah, I think if we would have recorded this one. Fair. Yeah, like I think on if Sunday? we recorded this, yeah, when the news broke, I would have been like an enraged Crazy had man. to put the uh, not safe for work tag on it. Yeah, <laughs> but I've, I've had time to time to vent and stew and you know. Which and converse, conversely, I guess we should give it a shout out. If you weren't aware or what have you, uh, friend of the show Nick Marino's book, uh, Holy Waka Waka, uh, came <laughs> out this week. Hey, we got we are a little safe. Um, holy frack! Holy I forget what we called it on that uh, one episode. Holy duck. Duck, that's right. Holy Duck came uh, out. Came out this week. Uh, Nick had asked folks to uh, take a picture, put it on uh, social media of the book in your store. Sadly, I have to report, uh, my store did not order it. Boom, Phantom of the Attic in Oakland has yeah, it. They, they had <laughs> lots of places that mine didn't. They did, uh, conversely, uh, it, it didn't get, I mean, I buy, I'm getting it digitally. I couldn't wait for the store. I'm just getting it that way. Um, and, um so I, I did not pre-order it because I had it. I was like, I have it already. What do I need to wait for? Um, I already have, I've already read the first two issues. Pittsburgh um, Comics carried. Someone uh, did ask for it though, so you know there. Yeah, they Pittsburgh lost Comics out on a sale. picked up a few. You know, they picked up a few for their for their readers. Yeah, they I'm had a couple people how, actually uh, request it. How uh, Mr. McMahon decided to uh, display it? No, no. Oh. Carefully, what I said. By request, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Fair enough. Yeah, it was a requested book, and he. Would, I went he, looking for it. I, I was. It for them. I was going to, you know, if it was there, I was going to take the picture. But here it is. You know, it been cool to see, but my store just like, you know, it's funny because when I was at the store, I couldn't yell across the room, "Hey, where's Holy?" Because there yeah. was like uh, parents with like three little kids in the store at that time. So I'm like, <laughs> oh, I guess I see why it's not here. I was like, I can't. I was like, hey, where's. I had to be like, holy moly. Yeah. Holy <laughs> moly. Like, uh, like, where's that? Hey, whatever. 
Actually, Where's that one with Dick Marino on the cover shooting a machine gun? Yeah. <laughs> did you notice the similarity? I did. I didn't until you just pointed it out. <laughs> but I hope you listen. Uh, All right. Me too. I'm, I'm already <laughs> up on issue two. Like, I'm, I'm ahead of the curve. There you go. Oh, you uh, dinosaurs well, waiting for floppies. I didn't know if we if we wanted to talk any any comics at all. Um, I like I said, um, told you like, what maybe are the pre-show chatter. I just got mine like three no, hours I, ago. I actually so I read an old. I read something from from the old days, and and this is where I once again say I wish Dan was on with us. You know, we miss you, Dan. I'm sorry, I'm not Dan Scott. Well, no, he suggested. You know, months ago on the show, he had, you know, you guys were talking about Mark Miller's 1985. Yes. Yeah. And I just read it this week. Did you, I never did read it. Um, I read it this week. It's very good. Is it? Yeah. Um, and that was, I thought it was a Dan suggestion. Right? I believe it was. I believe it was. And I, you know, I'm finally catching up on things and, um, I, Try to give a synopsis, but basically it's a real world, uh, scenario. And, uh, um, but this kid discovers that there's a plot, um, ba- you know, the villains of the Marvel universe are invading his town. That's, that's how it starts. <laughs> I'll be perfectly honest. Those type of incursion <laughs> books don't do yeah. it for me. Well, you know what's what's neat about this one is he, he goes from the other angle. He doesn't he doesn't start it out as a Marvel book. He starts it out as, hey, this is just the real world, you know. And this this kid reads comic books, um, and then he slowly brings in the element of uh, the comic world to his world, which is really well done. Um, the the thing is though that I didn't like about it is uh, towards the end it it kind of gets unbelievable even for comic standards like if you're you know like this you know galactus shows up and i'm like no no you know and fin fan foom and i'm like no no they they couldn't have you know there's just no way they could have gotten there so (laughs) you know what i mean like it took me out of the story like when they were just trying to trump themselves with every big villain that they brought in and i was like hmm (laughs) so but uh, that said, I um, it was a good read, you know, six issues, um, and I'm curious to see now how they link. Uh, originally, what we talked about is uh, the the link from 1985 to Old Man Logan and to uh, Miller's run on Fantastic Four. Yeah, I was curious so. about that as well. If you were able to pick up on that, but I, you know what, without without cheating and and going to the Wikipedia, I'm not going to do that right now. Okay, but uh. I still need to read the Fantastic Four part. See, I, I, I read the Fantastic Four run. I read Old Man Logan. Yeah. I mean, I guess you could say that they... I mean, it was very... There was no obvious clues that I can remember. I mean, I also read these books, Hokey Spoons, what, Forever. six, seven years ago? Yeah. When they came yeah. out, so... It's been it's been a minute, as they say, down here. Yeah. So, so if you're out there and you're in the back... You know, back issue bins and see 1985. I strongly suggest, you know, checking it out for a reasonable price. <laughs> there you go. All right, there you go. That was my review. So, uh, I don't think any announcements Ooh. in the interim, any appearances between now um, and 
Buckcon. 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 That's uh, late February? Yeah, it's, uh, I want to say it's February 28th. That sounds about right. And it's in Butler, PA. And I will be there. It's at the mall. The so last Saturday in February. Yep. That's the one. So yeah, if you're at, if you, if you're around Butler, it's a, it's a small show. It's put on by New Dimension Comics. Um, but you know, it's always fun to hang out and, uh, visit with people. So if you're there, stop by. There you go. Right. There you have it, folks. Ah, uh, well, we will sign off here on Comical Pit number 184. Again, I am Jared. And I'm the Duke. And we've incurred you. You've been incurred. (laughs) 